Jen Zamparelli on 2FM with Leia Healthcare. Always a beat ahead. Visit LeiaHealthcare.ie. Leia Healthcare, looking after you always. Last week, we got a massive response from listeners when we asked couples how they talk about money. It's a big, big topic. And it's an awkward one for lots of people, except my next guest, who is always banging on about money. Owen McGee is on the line. How's it going? Hey, Jennifer, how are you? How's I'm things? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, okay, let's talk about this really quickly because there there are issues that couples uh, face when it comes to discussing money. What what are they, would you say? The biggest problem comes down to communication. Yeah. It always comes back to communication. And you know what? What's good for one mightn't be good for the other. It's very unlikely that two couples who are ex- have exactly the same mindset when it comes to money are going to actually succeed together. <laughs> because wow. you need, this is, this is a real case of opposites attract. They really, it can, I'm not saying, sorry, I don't mean to put them all into hell and they're going to struggle through their relationships if they have similar mindsets. But it's more often that when it comes to money, you're going to have very different attitudes and different, sim- different kind of opinions on what the right way to do it and the wrong way to do it. Sometimes you get them to come together and it just works seamlessly and they find other things to fight about. But usually it's money that is the thing that they fight about. Um, so it can be something that get the communication right. If you bring both sets of people's skills together, you can have a much more rounded approach to money. And like, yeah. we see that all the time, Jennifer. Like all the time you have a situation where, particularly if someone's coming for a financial plan, say in, in private practice, right? They come into us and usually you'll figure out fairly quickly, this is because one of them is really worried about putting bread and milk on the table at 75 years of age. And the other one's like, I couldn't care less. Sure, we could be dead tomorrow. Let's just spend it today. Okay. And that's what you're trying to balance. And, and, and actually those two habits or kind of personalities are needed to order to get the balance right, but sometimes in a couple it can be difficult. But communication is key and you need to sit down and, um, and talk about that because if you're with someone long term, I mean, it is a partnership and, and money comes into it. I mean, I always say to Leo, when we fall out, I want it to be over a massive sum of money. I think I think you are actually married to each other, aren't you? There's, are. a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a great financial problem at the end of all that if it doesn't work out. Don't worry, you won't have to create it. Divorce does that for you. That'll do it for us, yeah. Um, can we talk about a joint account? A lot of couples have it, but I have met some couples who don't have one. What are the pros and the cons of having a joint account? Okay, I'll give you my opinion on it from looking at everyone and then I'll give you the actual research, right? So my opinion on it is... It's not, it's not the same for every couple. So some couples I know, and I could, I could think about them in my head, I could say, if they had a joint account, they'd split up. There's no doubt about it. Wow. Like they would kill each other with a joint account. And other couples, I'd say the opposite. If they didn't have a joint account, they'd split up because that's just how they roll and that's how it works for them. The research says, just on average, couples who do have a joint account work better financially together. Okay. Now, I find that hard to believe, but it's not a one size fits all for this. Like it really is a case. Do you know what I love actually, Jennifer? So I know you 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 follow me on Instagram, I follow you on Instagram. On Saturdays you'll probably notice I put up a QA box and people ask me questions. And I love the ones I get in at like kind of nine or ten o'clock on the Saturday night. And maybe people are, let's just say, a little bit relaxed and they say, Owen, what's the best way? Joint account or not joint account? And as soon as you see the questions, the question you know. These guys are having an argument and one of them says, I'm going to get Owen to support me. And he's going to give me, the person asking the question is expecting me to be on their side and he's going to give us the answer. I'm going to win this argument. But unfortunately, the answer is not the same for everyone. It's some people joint accounts that works really well and other people's. Now, what I would say to you, though, Jennifer, is mm. 
where you are, you called it a partnership, and I think that's right, where you've got a situation where, say, one person's out at work and one person's working in the home with the kids. Yeah. Let's just take that kind of generic situation. I think it's really, really important whether you have a joint account or not, particularly the person who's doing all the hard work at home, right? That hard work, that person needs to have their financial independence. They need to have, and I would say in that situation, you're having a joint account together, the person out of the house working who's getting the salary into the, into the household, they can have an account on their own. But I do believe it's really important that that circumstance, that the person at home is not just dipping into the joint account to pay for everyday life for themselves. They need to have separate independent money because they need to have a bit of, in terms of be, be rewarded financially for what they're doing and yes. being, being recognised financially for what they're doing. And it's really important that um, that, that that everybody you have feels rules like and parameters and 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 you know and do, that is really good advice. That is really good advice because there's a lot of people who've decided to, as you said, stay at home and and do the hard work. And you know that needs to be acknowledged properly. Recognized financially, recognized financially. Yeah. and there's other people who've decided to do that. A lot of people have no decision to make. They have to do it because of childcare and the mortgage or the rent and everything else. It just doesn't make financial sense for both of them to work. And that person who's made that decision, and let's, let's call a spade a spade, potentially have sacrificed them, themselves on the career path. They've, they've certainly dented their career path. And therefore, when they want to go back into the workforce later on, they'll have missed a few years. And they need to make sure they continue to have their financial independence, that they can make silly, stupid decisions with their money. Because let's let's be fair, they've earned just working in the house. Owen, oh, is January a good time to sit down with your partner and go through a, a bit of a financial plan for the year and five year plan and ten year plan? There's a sweet point between you don't do this on the first of January and you don't do it when the credit card bill comes in and everybody's really tension is high and everything else. There's a sweet point probably somewhere around the tenth or fifteenth of January that it's a great time to sit down and say look, what do we want to achieve this year? And not just financially, what do we want out of this year? What's our travel plans? What's our, our, in terms of career, is there any changes? Are we happy where we're living? What big stuff do we want to do this year? Because if you do it in January, it doesn't become a surprise in July. Oh, I didn't know he wants to do that. And if you can plan it out for the year, you can really, really prioritize. This sounds boring, but it's actually brilliant. And it can be, particularly around 10th to 15th of January, it's a bit dreary and life is a bit, yeah. oh God, let's go again. You're sitting down and you're planning out the year, but you're doing it together and you're making the plan and you're saying, okay, what do we want to achieve this year? It sounds very kind of PT, kind of a let's go, life goals type of stuff, but it's just a chat. If, you, if, if wine is your thing, have it over a glass of wine, but get a pen and piece of paper out and say, right, what do we want to do? How, what's worked well for us in the past? What's going to work for us this year? What things did we really enjoy last year? And therefore prioritise them financially this year again. Like I loved our weekend away in Galway or wherever it is you went. I want to do that again. Or you know what? That holiday last year was great, but I'd much prefer this one. Put the priorities down so that they get looked after first. And then other stuff that creeps into your life, let it creep into your life if you choose to let it in. But at least you know you're sacrificing something else to do it. Something that you agreed back in January. Your, your goals, your plans might change as the year goes on. But at least you both are on the same page at the start of the year. You just did a full circle back to communication there. Well done. Fair play to you. You're an absolute pro. <laughs> Come here. Tell us about this new TV show. Who's it for? So brand new TV show coming to the screens of RTE1 in the new year. And it'll, I think it's coming out in February. And what we have is... so. I have a team of three people, Connor Pope, people will know, people know Connor Pope, Amy Malloy, Siobhan Maguire, all journalists, they are going to take on your, let's call them complaints. If you're having a problem with a company, whether it's a service provider, or maybe it's a business that you bought something from, or 
maybe just had a, an absolute wedding nightmare or you were scammed or something has gone wrong. Basically, what we're going to do is, is you've got, got, got the end of the cul-de-sac or you feel like you're in a cul-de-sac making this complaint. You can't get anywhere. It's bring it to us, this team of experts. These guys know what they're doing. Right? Okay. They're going to take the complaint. They're going to deal with it and tackle it head on with the company. And they're going to get the best and fairest results that we can possibly get. Right? And I would say to people, if you're really frustrated and you're not getting anywhere, this is ideal because you have a team of people who know what they're doing. We don't. Well, most of us aren't Karen's, um, Jennifer. So most of us don't complain all day, every day. So we're not skilled at it. We're not doing it all the time. These guys know what they're doing. You have a bunch of and clever Karen's. Clever <laughs> Karen's, that's there. I think I'll start calling Connor Pope Karen, will show. I? <laughs> there's a good name we haven't actually decided on the name of the show just yet we're not there yet so at the moment we're just describing it as a new consumer show coming to RTE but it is and I'm going to be honest with you Jennifer we've looked at some of the cases that have come through already we have some big stuff like with some big problems with um, like thousands and thousands I'm talking lots and like hundreds of thousands of, of euros but we're also looking for those smaller cases what about I don't know you got a new kettle and it's not working and you kind of say, oh, I could not be bothered chasing them after that to try and get the kettle fixed or to try and get a refund. Of the kettle. Let us deal with that stuff too. It's all ends of the spectrum. It's big stuff, it's little stuff and it's everything in between and we just want to help people to get the best results. It's interesting, Jennifer, when you see these, when you see people coming through, you kind of go, why did you get involved? I was just really frustrated with it. I felt it was like I was getting no, nowhere. But I didn't want this to happen to other people. We are actually really good people at heart. Yeah. And we generally do things for other people. And that's the whole point of this show. Let's teach the whole country. This is how, how, you, how you handle these things. This is, and you know what? If people are wrong, if the company are in the right, well, we'll still get learning from that. We will sure. say, okay, you know what? That company was right. But others now are now warned. That's how the T's and C's on that thing works. And you enter it at your own, make your own decision with your eyes wide open. How do people get in contact? Consumer at IndiePix.ie. So I-N-D-I-E-P-I-C-S, IndiePix.ie. So just send a brief email. Just say, the important thing about the email is give us your number, right? So send us an email saying, this is roughly what's going on. One or two lines. Don't worry about too much detail because we will pick up the phone. We'll ring you and we'll talk you, talk you through it with you. Deadly. Owen, happy Christmas. Thanks for taking the call. Chat happy to you Christmas, soon. Jennifer. Bye, love. Bye, bye, bye. There we go. It is consumer at indiepigs.ie if you want to get involved in Clever Karen's a new show coming to RTU on very soon. Jen Zamparelli on 2FM with Leia Healthcare. Always a beat ahead. Visit leahhealthcare.ie. Leia Healthcare. Looking after you always.